So then we have a goat and a sheep on the same plateau. And we're pinned down. And I get green light go on the sheep. So I throw the pack up and I'm laying on a lava rock outcropping. The, the, the uh, ram turns his head one way and then he turns his head and stretches back and looks around to his left. And I go, here we go. And uh, boom, he goes, hit. He was shooting again. It jumped like twice. Boom, hit. And he goes, okay, it's wobbling, it's wobbling. He goes, what the fuck are you doing? I go, I'm gonna shoot that goat. <laughs> and he goes, oh, oh the word. goat. Oh my goodness. <laughs> because I just grabbed my <laughs> and jumped around on that rock and laid back down. He goes, are, are, he goes, are you sure you're good? I said, I'm good. He goes, are you in pain? I go, I'm good. Okay. He goes, clear, boom. I shoot, hit. I go, I'm going to shoot him again. Boom. Hit. He goes, Billy down. Just like that. He jumps up. He goes, what the fuck? He goes, are you, did this just, we got, he goes, that's crazy shit. I go, that's coyote hunting right there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, Rolling Bones Outdoors presents... Hunt the world. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Action. Welcome to this well, well, you better action. Welcome <laughs> to this week's episode of Rolling Bones uh, No Boundaries. Oh, that's the hunt newspaper. The Hunt the world. Hunt the world. I'm a little out of it. <laughs> hey, you, you welcome to that. this week's episode of uh, Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. And thanks for joining us today at the Bone Cave. We are here. There's no new bones here, but I have been gone for 10, 12 days, and there are tons of boxes of stuff as we are um, we are growing like crazy. Uh, thanks for supporting us on all our online. Um, you know what we need to do a better job of now that we're getting tooled? Is What's that? all the online product sales we've exploded, and mm, and and yeah. we and I pre and I, we, we I, you know I'd be remiss not to say thank you to all the members, and uh, for those of you some of it's going out seamless and some of it you're testing our system <laughs> and you're having patience <laughs> with us while we're getting it out, um, but Lindley is doing an absolutely phenomenal job of getting that uh, put together, but it has been a uh, um, it's uh, we've had a, a uh, significant growth in product in product sales. And it, it is a lot to do with the fact that Lindley has two great people involved in marketing and, and working with it, and the advisors are doing a great job. But what we need to do is maybe a weekly special on this. I think that's a good idea. Because our listeners should be able to get involved in having some get discounts on gear and uh, um, and get them involved in our gear. Yeah. I, so anyway, I, I think we should do some giveaways and promotions. And yeah. So w welcome to this week's episode of Hunt the World, Rolling Bones Outdoors, and thanks for joining us at a wedged in a wedged bone cave today because there's a lot of products sitting behind me. Mm -hmm. So we got a big week's work left uh, this week. So anyway, but um, I'm I, I I am a little out of sorts. I just rolled in, um, literally just now to get this uh, produced because. We're trying to get to 200 without doing a rerun. Is that right? 
Yeah, that's the goal. Trying to keep it fresh. But yeah, I mean, right. right. Quality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quality. Yeah. But, but, but yeah. I guess because we don't want to, I mean, we want to keep it fresh and we have a lot of content. And that's a really. Lot, a today, lot of content. Yeah. Today is because uh, uh, I was a content creator for you guys. So uh, to keep it fresh, hell, I flew all the way uh, from the uh, middle of the Pacific um, to get here for this. You poor soul. Tell, <laughs> I know. Tell us about that. Middle of Pacific, were you in. Uh, were you in Fiji? That's where we have Ooh, a lot wow. of. Wow! Yes, we do. A we lot have, of listeners have, in Fiji. Guadalana, no, that's uh, no. We well, uh, we do have listeners in Fiji. We have sixty-four countries now. Sixty-four countries. Well, I was in a. I was in the United States of America. Oh, so you weren't in Fiji? Well, no. Fiji. I was in the uh, um, Hawaii. I was in Hawaii. Yeah, with that tan that shows up on radio, I can <laughs> <Yeah>. tell. <laughs> Dude, I got a lot of sun. But um, we, we went snorkeling everywhere. We, we rented a, you know, this was a different one because our kids were adults. And, and uh, just to lay a little uh, backdrop for today's thing we're going to talk about. You, you I, were celebrating your 62nd anniversary or something? 32nd anniversary. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so, so I was one of those stupid guys that got uh, um, married um, in uh, September. And I wasn't stupid, but, um, uh, it, you know, there was uh, – um, uh, a lot going on now in September. Hunting season. Yes. Well, you didn't think that through uh, 62 <laughs> years ago. Well, did I you? did actually, cause I, but I didn't know I was going to be out here. So I was actually going to go elk hunting the year after I got married. And you, so, didn't, you didn't realize so this, what would I did was I this would happen every year. I no, was like, this well, is a one and done deal. Let's just. I didn't yeah. think I'd be living out well, here. So do I you s- want to get married in the middle of the rut? Why don't well, we? Uh, so I sold my wife on the fact that if we got married in September, she wanted to get married in September. So I was like, oh, can we take a honeymoon? We'll do a little elk scouting. And she's like, that's fine. So we went to uh, um, got the uh, Rocky Mountain National park you know yeah. up in estes was, oh yeah yeah and, and it actually was fortuitous because um i remember my mom and dad saying well on your way out there what you really need to do is go check out the black hills because the last time you were there you were a little kid and don't even remember it you should go see mount rushmore and you should go um to the black hills and so lindley and i were like well let's do that so we drove out to the black hills for our honeymoon and we were going to just spend a night here and see mount rushmore but we came up to spearfish and um, because actually we didn't, we came to Deadwood and right, yeah. um, because Kevin Costner and Dancing with Wolves was right in that 1988, 1991, I guess, era. Right. And um, we said, OK, so we came up here and then we Let's go see I, the film site of yeah. Dances with Wolves. And then and we, so and then we stayed three days and actually four wow. days here. And so we love the Black Hills. And then we went down to Cabela's was having their grand opening for their giant store. In Rapid? No, 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 in uh, in in Sydney. Sydney. Oh, and Sydney. so it's so funny. So then I rolled into Sydney with yeah. no hotel and Lindley and I checked in. I'm sure we looked like we were babies, 22 and 21. And the gal goes, we have no rooms for you. And I'm like, what? And we were going to have to sleep in the car. And then the gal goes, are you guys married? And we're like, we're on our honeymoon. We just got married. <laughs> she goes, uh, I think I could find a room maybe. Wow. There. And yeah. so we found a room in Sydney. Next morning we got up and we saw the big Cabela's. Nice. Yeah. And then, then we went to Estes Park. And uh, and then from there we went over to Rifle and Meeker and checked it out. And then we came back through and cool. uh, came yeah. home. Awesome trip. So you were. So that's why I was. Uh, uh, so anyway, but now here's what the problem we have. Uh, Lindley, it's not a problem, but it's a conundrum for me. Yeah. Lindley's birthday is on the 7th mm-hmm. of September. Yeah. Noah's birthday is on the 6th of September. 
You did a lot of celebrating in December. Noah's got married the or the tenth of September. So we, wow. his new wife. Yep. We our anniversary is the fourteenth of September. Lucas's birthday is today. Wow. So wow. so Lucas turned like twenty two. Celebration. Today. So so we were just in. We went to Hawaii, and I saved uh, twenty twenty two years of traveling points. Never spent one with Hilton, and uh, um, and not that it's a big you accomplishment. Spent, you spent a few points, but I spent. A, so what I did was I saved these for when the kids would be adults, and I always told Lindley all those points while you were uh, you know managing the household and the kids. I, I'm going to save all these points, and we're going to do do a giant trip with all those points so i find myself in september for 12 13 days on the big island we checked into Waikiki, uh waikiki no waikaloa um hilton uh beach property and we just absolutely That's we rented a car so cool. and we went snorkeling at every one of the famous beaches uh we bought our own snorkel gear when we got there and we snorkeled more shit than you could possibly swim with the manta rays? Uh, and the dolphins and um, the, um, uh, what are they called, the monk seals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's right. only yep, yep, 1,600 yep. of them yeah. in the world right now. And we so they came into our, our actually our lagoon that we were staying at. So, and we, dolphin, or uh, um, the, the uh, sea uh, turtles every day. The, you know, we had up to 20, 30 sea turtles around yeah. us at any given times. The manta rays, the stingrays, the sharks. I mean, we were with them all. A little bit early for the whales. And so one of the days we were up on this trip, uh, we they told us that you should go up to Waimea because they have a place called the Fish and the Hog. So they had a... <laughs> They and a, it's a barbecue. A like, uh, it's like called garden. the Fish and the Hog, and it's an outside barbecue by the market. Uh-huh. So we were like, do, do you eat there? So it's this famous barbecue, and it's a local's dive, right? So we go up there, and then um, on the way there, I saw a Rolling Bones store. You did what? No, it wasn't, but it was. <laughs> it had this hunting uh, store. Okay. It's a hunting, like, uh, hunting store, and so I Googled yeah. it, and it was a little hunting chalet, and I was like, dude, we need a Rolling Bones store in Waimea. Yeah. So that basically a guy has one. And when I Googled it, so anyway, we went to go. It was closed. There was a financial services office right next to it for the firm that I've been with. It's kismet. That I've accumulated all these points with. Yep. So I was like, dude, I got to Google this. So I Googled the name of the company, and this outfitter came up. So you vetted an outfitter in Hawaii on your anniversary. So I said, I'll vet this outfitter. And Lindley's like, you had this as a master plan. I go, sweetheart, I didn't. And then she goes, yeah, you probably didn't because you don't have your rifle. You don't have your shooting sticks. You don't have your pack. And your shooting sticks, your pack, and your rifle and your binoculars would be the four things you would never leave the house with. Anything else you can find gear, you'd hunt in underwear and shorts. You know what is funny? What? Wow. She knows those four items. She knows those four items. I need my binoculars. Good point. I need my. She did. She goes. You. Yep. You don't have your pack, your shooting stick, your binoculars, or your rifle. Because uh, wow. she, she's often said, you know, you probably you're kind of like the hunting cowboy. They always say you need a good horse, a rifle, and you could leave your wife. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I would <laughs> never leave my hat. wife, but right. and, a, and a good cowboy hat. <laughs> and I, I need a good back, a good set of shooting sticks, a rifle, and a good binoculars. Those are the four ingredients. So you wow. went hunting Spanish goats. Yep. 
So and I called the guy up, and he's like, I said, yeah, have you ever heard of Rolling Bones Outdoors? And he said, nope. And I said, do you need help booking? And he goes, maybe, yeah. He's, I'm always looking for people. You know, I got guides, and, and yeah. And, and I said, is the season open? He started laughing. It's always open. He goes 24, uh, uh, 24-7, not 24-7, but seven days a week, 365 <laughs> days a year we have on season. And it's like 100 bucks for a license. And if you're on private land, you don't need a license. Oh, you don't even need a license. On and they have a law that you can't high fence game. Oh. So I was, so I called him and he was like, okay, yeah, and and super good guy. I said, you know, let, I'd like to check this out and go hunting with you and and he's like no problem at all there um let's get this party started so i was like okay what what's the options and he said well here's where we're at and uh he said the rut's just starting because i asked about mufon sheep and he said three to four days you know hunt and i was like ah you know um that might be a tall ask for my wife to say i'm going to go up on the mountain for four days and start hunting sheep <laughs> um <laughs> that's uh Mauna Kea, right yeah, yeah um and so um and south there's a Another one south, uh, Mauna Loa. Ma- Mauna Loa. That's a volcano. Yeah, and that's an active. active that's an act, and it went it erupted. Oh, that's and so right. it, it erupted when we were there. Um, so there was fog. I've been in smog a lot, yeah, but not fog. Now, now it's in fog. Everybody got congested. So we were in fog, and uh, it, there there's a, another place south that they hunt them, and it's south of Mauna Loa, um, and uh, so which was the good, two good places where I was like, okay. And th- they have the Spanish goats that the Spanish brought all this stuff here hundreds of years ago. Yep. And, oh, and yeah. they're all, they're all free range, man. They look so much like a, an Ibex. Ibex. I call them the Spanish Ibex. <laughs> Cause they're, they're, I, well, that's your trophy in my opinion. Yeah. And you know, it's easy to, well, it's not easy to deviate from a, a sheep because. Well, it was a goat hunt, no sheep hunt. Yeah. So I booked a goat hunt, no sheep hunt. And we get out there, and, and he goes, what are you looking for? I said, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I, I said, I'm looking for something big because there, there's lots of goats, right? And There are, And yes. we get in there, and I guess they don't like the rain, and we had rain the day before and rain. Oh, I see. And he said they'll push them into the cliffs, into the lava fields. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, then it can be a little trickier. We've seen them just disappear. Well, we get That's, there. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't know if that was that was the guide that was telling me that. And so he calls and, and he goes, yeah, we're going to go up a little later, let it dry out. And then the guide's on the thread and he goes, good call. I'm like, whatever you want to do. He goes, so let's meet at 6 a.m. And he gets light about 5. It actually, sun's up at 6, but it's 5.30, you can see. Mm-hmm. And I was up every morning at 3.30, 4 o'clock anyway. Yeah, you're so. on the wrong time zone. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't really want to change that much. And and it gets light, light so early. They talk about cabin fe- or, uh, uh, island fever. And, and he said that the only reason you get island fever is if you are used to a nightlife and are looking for a nightlife. Because Kona is, I mean, 9 o'clock at night, you're hard, you can't find a king. Hmm. Uh, it's like, it's like going trying to go out in Utah. <laughs> worse. <laughs> yeah, worse. Well, Hilo's a different story, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, Hilo's the, Hilo's, so we went to that's, Hilo, That's too. where we ended up going a lot. Oh, really? For, at night, yeah. At, at night. So you drove over to Hilo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Hilo was yeah. We went to a, the kids got one of the sports bar and grills. They got t shirt. Yeah. I actually got one of the t shirts there too. So yeah, we rented a car. We were running all over. But anyway, back to the hunt. 
he picked us uh, he picked me up and uh um and we drove about an hour four, 40 minutes out of town or out of the village that I was staying at. You went to a 65,000 acre ranch. It was giant. It was giant and, Whatever. and yeah, giant this land. outfitter has the most uh private land on of any outfitter in all of the Hawaiian Islands. Yeah. And we had we came through the so anyway so we get there in the morning and we get up and um and we get there and we're gonna hike out about a mile to this giant knob and we're hunting at about thirty six hundred feet above sea level. And How much? Thirty six hundred. Okay. Okay. And okay. and we left sea and level. You're starting that morning. at sea level. I started right, at sea yes. level. Yeah. 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 I actually walked by the lagoon at sea level at five thirty to go get a cup of coffee to meet that guide because he was picking me up. Yep. And um, uh, Monica, Monica Kea, Monica, Monica Kea, Monica Kea, Monica Kea is thirteen thousand eight hundred and two feet yeah. in so elevation. Crazy, huh? And the mouflon are above alpine on that thing. Oh man! So. He said, "Here's what we have, and they have some feral sheep. Uh, they're like a, they look like a, they got corkscrew horns, and we weren't really hunting. Well, I the mouflon sheep's a really attractive sheep too. Yes, and it's it looks more like a ram. It, it's like a, a miniature bighorn, a really right. dark bighorn. Right, exactly. Know? So, but I had no idea perspective right. of body size or horn <laughs> right. size. Because I'm after these. I want one of these goats yeah. that I'm seeing." I, they're cool looking. Yeah, my kids are like, Dad, don't quit. Do you see that one? Because I'm hunting now when we're driving all over the island. Oh, you see them everywhere. Yeah, and on the desert side, and we were down at this one resort to have lunch, and they're in the high up in the rocks, and we can see them. And then my son goes, Dude, that's a big one there. And I go, That's what I'd like to hunt. Yeah. So, like down by the resorts, I, I kind of looked at it like they were like whitetail and spearfish. You don't hunt the whitetail and spearfish, but when you get up top, are they going to be wild? Well, we pulled in to the ranch, and he opened the gate, unlocked it, and we pulled in, and then we parked, and there was no driving on the ranch, so we had to go hike to the lookout mountain, which he was going to be about a, a mile away. So he showed me. I'm like, no problem. We hiked down there. But I got no Kenetrex. He's got Kenetrex on. He's loaded for bear, and we're in the mountain. And What it, did you wear for shoes? You wore tennis shoes, and things. And that's yeah. why my Solomons, and that's why yeah, yeah. my ankle hurts also. Cause it's funny because in all the pictures you took, I was like, that bugger, he's in shorts. No, because he's hiding his body. <laughs> no, I was like, I got, I, I, I got him. Fi- no, I, but I, um, that was my assumption. Because you know, I'm always mm-hmm. reading into this. No, I'm like, oh. Brad, the terrain, the terrain was weird <laughs> because it, there's lava rock in it, and it's either up or down, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's flat on the side of the mountain, but it's just like in the other sheep country. Well, it's it's country. the Ala- it's the Alaskan Peninsula, the same type of stuff, the tectonic plates, boom. Straight right. up, the mountains go. Well, that's why. That's why that and is thirteen thousand eight hundred feet. If it's old lava, it's it's a better to walk on. But the new lava is tough to walk. Yeah, on. but you're still climbing on the. Yeah, it's not as it, it, the the lava rock. You're climbing over lava rock, but it's stable. And then there's oh, a, yeah, there, yeah. there's some rolling you're, stuff. You're but still it's not beat stuff. up, so you don't have Kenetrex. You're wearing you're wearing tennis shoe thingies. Basically, I'm wearing tennis and, shoes. And your and ankles all Sonora beat up. Pants. We're still hurting from our sheep hunt. Two I did weeks get a ago. pack. I did get a pack. I scrounged up an extra pack. I got a baseball cap. <laughs> a rifle. He, he he gives me his rifle 270, and it's a VX. Uh, um, it's a, uh, a VX point five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a VX2. Well, um, VX2. With, yeah. with the, so you got the duplex radical. You got no twisty no, things and no ruler. No, oh, it does you did have, have an MOA in it. 
Oh, it did. It did. It yeah. had a ruler in it. Yeah, it had a ruler in it. Oh, um, that's funny. But no twisty things. He said it was set out to. So it was um, like a BDC it. then, probably. Yeah, it was a one minute though. I oh, know that for sure. Oh, you um, did some measuring. So I did. <laughs> and so anyway, but then I was a little. I asked him. I said, "Are these one minutes?" And he goes, mm, I don't know. "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> uh, I don't know. So anyway. <laughs> uh, I get out there. One and minute, forty-five seconds, whatever it takes, huh? We we get up, <laughs> we get up to the first ridge, and he's like, "Holy smokes!" Uh, he goes, um, "I got goats way off there, and I got no. I'm I'm just got the scope. I don't have the binoculars, but I'm carrying the rifle." I look down below us about four hundred yards, and I go, "There's goats down here," and I said, "There's a couple of billies in that group." And he looked, and he goes, ooh, that one's a good billy. And I looked at it, and I said, okay, that is a nice billy. He goes, we should leave that one. And he goes, we can always come back and try to find that uh, band. But what we want to do, but let's not blow them out. So let's go down around, and we'll hike up to this other point, and then we'll cut kitty wampus to get blow them because our glassing knob was on the other draw about three-quarters of a mile away. So I said, perfect. And he goes, then we'll, we can just sit up there and see the old valley, and we'll look for big goats. And I said, perfect. Well, we drop down and we get hiking up on the ridge and I go right there's a goat um, about 300 yards away on the far uh, knob and then there was a drainage down below us and he goes, um, he goes, oh, where? And I said, right there. He just walked into the, this sawgrass is what I called it, but they were like clumps of yucca plant, but it's grass. Mm -hmm. and How it, tall? About waist high. Okay. And so, so it's a big yucca plant. Yeah, and you're walking <laughs> through that shit, right? And it's all wet. And you said it's it's sharp like yucca. Yeah, and it is. It's it's edgy, right? So you wouldn't want to walk through it with shorts, that's right. for sure. So I look, and I, he goes, where it's at? And I said, well, it looks like it's going to come out between those rocks. So I throw out the scope, and I go, oh, right there he is, right there. And I go, holy shit. I said, that doesn't look like a goat. And he puts his binoculars on. He goes, oh, I got it. He goes, that's a ram. He goes, that's a mouflon ram. And I go, that's a ram for sure. That's a sheep. Yeah. And uh, I go, dude, it looks pretty heavy. And he goes, dude, it is heavy. But he goes, it's super young, I think. He goes, because it's not, he's, he goes, it's not curled out good. Mm -hmm. And all we could see was the broom side. And all we have is he has a 10 pair of power vortex. And I have an eight power scope. He had an eight power scope on it? Yeah, that, I think that's right. No, eight. it was 12. It was a 12 power scope. A straight 12. No, it was, it was a, like a six power probably or something. No, nah, it was like an eight. It was something to eight, two to oh. eight. Oh, he he had the old two and a half to eight. Yep, yep. So okay. anyway. All so you that's could what see you was the broom side is all you could see. Yeah, because he's standing there, and yeah. he's got us pegged when he popped out, and we got him pegged. He's 300 yards away, and he's just standing there. And he would he had been cruising, and the other goats we'd seen weren't cruising. They were just grazing. And when I saw him, he was moving. So he's got us pinned. We got him pinned. So he goes, I got to call my partner. He goes, I, I need to look at that. So I go, is that season open? He goes, the rut's just starting. Oh, on the way up the hill, he goes, we're very, we, we only take a few mouflon off of our places a year. And he goes, we have two mouflon tags available that we're going to, you know, allocated th that we haven't sold. And I go, well, let's, I said, well, let's hope we see a mouflon. <laughs> He goes, well, here's the price. And I said, okay. And uh, so now first animal, 35 minutes into the hunt, three-quarters of a mile from the truck, and I got a mouflon sitting there. 
And I'm like, I think he's broomed. And he's like, nah, I, I think he's young. And then he turned and he's like, oh, he's pretty good. And he goes, but I think he's young. He goes, let me call my partner, see what we want to do here. So he calls his partner, can't get a hold of him. We're sitting on it, sitting on it, sitting on it, sitting on it, sitting on it. 20 minutes goes by. And he's like, I go, well, it's your call. He goes, I know I'm the boss. And I was like, you know what? I'm not questioning you, okay? Uh, but I would shoot that. <laughs> As you're chewing, chewing on your fingernails. <laughs> I go, because he looks pretty good to me through this eight-power scope oh, at 300 man. yards. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, um, his gets a hold of his partner's wife. The partner calls. He goes, you guys are – where are you at? And he tells him where he's at based on what – and he goes, you got a mouflon? And he's like, I'm telling you. He goes, it's hard to tell because he's got a big Roman nose and he hasn't got his rut patch yet on his side of his belly, but he's turning colors, you can tell. But he, what's he doing in here? And then they go, well, you should uh, – he goes, he goes, green light, go. Wow, just like that. By the time we had the conversation – I was laying out on a lava rock <laughs> with my pack up, ready to go. And he's like, dude, you're ready. And now, while we were looking at this goat, I'd look down about 300 yards away, and there was a tree down there. And I go, what's under that tree? And he goes, oh, that's an old ammo box from the war. He goes, they tied him to trees and put people under the trees to protect the uh, islands. And, and wow. I could see this one tree down a drainage tree, 400 yards, and I looked under there because it was like something was under there. And there was an old ammo box. So an ammo box. Tell, tell me what that you – know, like, like for a 50 caliber ammo. Okay, so They set up 50 caliber, it, uh, probably metal. about about two to two and a half foot, probably 20 inches wide okay. by about 30 inches tall okay. and about um, 10 inches deep. Yeah, they're all made of metal. Yep. Gotcha. Heavy, heavy, heavy. They're what you're thinking so of a the, small ammo box. Oh, the same thing. So big, the, the giant. With the lever top. 100%. Yep. Okay, gotcha. Makes sense? Yep. And I'm like, what is that tied to that tree? And he goes, it's an ammo box. So now it's getting cooler because I'm like, dude, I want to see this ammo box. What's that ammo box? He goes, well, a lot of these trees on the side of the hills, they put ammo box because after World War II in Pearl Harbor, you know, they put people – to do, 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 do to get planes if they got attacked again out in these areas. Yeah. Hey, is, is we're what, not going to sit here and right. twiddle our thumbs. We're going to get a little more prepared. Yeah. Right, is what he assumed that was wrong because yeah, okay. it was because he said you'll see him around. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, cool, wow. man. I'm in the wild of Hawaii. This is cool. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, there's some goats down there to the left, and he looks down there and he goes, holy shit, there's a giant goat. Look all the way to the left, and I looked all the way to the left, and he's like. Dude, that's a first moment, first hour, last hour. We're shooting that goat. Our goat hunts over if we can get on wow. that goat. Wow. And I go, well, we're on the goat. We're on the goat already, brother. <laughs> and he goes, it's 300 yards away. And I go, no, we're on the goat. And so. Uh, um, Was there so, a bipod on your rifle? No. So then, <laughs> so that's when that, that's when I found out it was MOAs because I asked him how tall those boxes were. Oh. And I then I asked him for a range on it. And then, so so then I measured it. She measured it. And so then I referenced okay. it. Oh, and, and I was now like, I now I know these are these are one minute. Okay. So okay, I'm cool. good. So now I'm good. So I'm now really you got an idea. Yep. And so then I'm like, so then we have a goat and a sheep on the same plateau. And we're pinned down. And I get green light go on the sheep. So I throw the pack up. And I'm laying on a lava rock outcropping. And he's like, are you? 
are you okay? And I go, yeah. He goes, you need another pack? I said, no, I'm good. He goes, you solid? I said, as a rock. And he's like, you're good. And he's kind of looking at me like, you're a crazy son of a bitch. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm on this ram. I go, you tell me when you got him. I'm going to shoot. I'll shoot him when he turns because he was quartering at me. I said, I'm going to put it right on the point of his shoulder when he turns his head because his, his drop on his, on his horn was right at the point of his. And I go, these aren't very big animals, are they? He goes, no, they're not very big at all, maybe 125, 150 pounds. And I'm like, okay, I just want to make sure my reference is right. I go, you're sure this is dead on at 200 yards? He goes, yes. He goes, put it on the top of its back. Well, I was like, I'm going to put it inch and a half high because I have an MOA uh, and I'm just going to put it a little bit above the point of his shoulder because he's at 292, you told me. So he's at 300 yards. So I got, what, a two-inch drop at 300 if it's zeroed at, a, at 200, right? If it's a dead zero, if maybe three two and minutes. a half. Yeah, so I'm just going to give it this much, two mm-hmm. hashtags, right? And I'm going to seed this thing right where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So the 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 uh, ram turns his head one way and then he turns his head and stretches back and looks around to his left and i go here we go and uh boom he goes hit he was shooting again it jumped like twice boom hit and he goes okay it's wobbling it's wobbling he goes what the fuck are you doing i go i'm gonna shoot that goat <laughs> And he goes, oh, oh the word. goat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> because I just grabbed my sh- and jumped around on that rock and laid back down. He goes, are, are, he goes, are you sure you're good? I said, I'm good. He goes, are you in pain? I go, I'm good. He, I go, I need a range on that goat because the goats were leaving the country. <laughs> I have no cactus in my ass. It's lava rocks. No problem. Lava rocks, no problem. And I got the pack. I do not have a serious problem. Here. And so he goes, he goes uh, three whatever. It was just three and some change, right? And I go, okay. I go when he stops. I'm gonna do it. And he stops, and then a young, uh, a young Billy gets right in front of him. So I go. He goes, no, no, no. no. I'm like, I, I see it. I see it. And we're communicating good. He goes, okay. He goes, clear. Boom. I shoot. Hit. And he goes. And he goes. All right. He goes. He's the one running up. I go. I'm on him. He, he goes. He goes. He goes. Okay. You're gonna shoot. I go. I'm gonna shoot him again. Boom. Hit. He goes. Billy down. Just like that. He jumps up. He goes, what the f-? He goes, are you – did this just uh, – we got – he goes, that's crazy shit. I go, that's coyote hunting right there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I go. when you have a double oh coming in, word. you get a strategy. He goes, we just doubled up. <laughs> wow. So we go oh, – he goes, okay, cool. let's go to the ram first. I said, of course. I'm packing my shit up. I'm like, I want to go see this ram. So we get over to the ram, and the, I mean the rams. He's like, okay, so we, we get him set up on a rock. We take a bunch of pictures. Actually, before the pictures, he goes, we'll set him up on this rock. We'll get him set. And then he goes, I want to go find that Billy because he was, he was that last shot. I saw him tumble, but I don't know if he got up, and they can be tough to kill. And uh, he goes, let's go find the Billy. Then we'll have them both located. We'll come back take pictures. I said, your call, whatever you want to do. I said, I think that's a good idea. And he goes, and that Billy was in some grass. Sounds like he needed one more bullet. <laughs> so, anyway, and it's funny because it's like a shooting school. He gives me four bullets at the beginning. That's all he gives me. So, wow. anyway, so he goes, if you need more, I'll get more. So, anyway, we go find the Billy, and they smell just like an Ibex. Oh, you, he goes, smell that? He's dead. He's here somewhere. Let's follow our nose because we got in the general vicinity. Right. Anyway, we found him. Then we set him up on a rock. Then we went back and got the sheep. We took a bunch of pictures of the sheep. 
And then he just threw the sheep over his shoulders, guts and everything in him. <laughs> and he, he goes, I'm going to take this back over to the billy. So then, or at the, actually at the bottom of the drainage there, there was a flat spot down. Actually, yeah. the only tree where there was some shade. Yeah. He goes, I'll skin these out under the tree um, where that ammo box was. I said, perfect. So he, I got video of him with that ram over his shoulders, just throwing over, you know, like, right. like an old shepherd with his lance. Yeah, yeah. And so he hikes that. And, and, oh, by the way, when I get there, I, I, he goes, okay, I'll be out there at 6 o'clock waiting for you. I'm going to digress back or revert back to when he picks us up. I walk out, and I know we're going to go up in the mountains. I walk out, and here's the guy, 6'5", 170 pounds, not one ounce of belly fat on him, and his damn legs are up to his ears. <laughs> and I'm like, that's my fucking guide today. This is going to be great. I just got my ass beat on a sheep uh, hunt in the Yukon, and now here's my guide for the day. <laughs> and it's supposed to be 90 on the mountain. You know, I'm like, this is going to be so much fun. Anyway, so he's six foot five. He's an inch taller than me. Good dude, six, too, six, huh? Really great dude. Yeah, yeah you guys had a blast. Yeah, yeah. Just an unbelievable guy. Uh -huh. And I would send anybody with him. Just and, and he's a captain of a boat, too. So Oh wow. Yeah, really? so he yeah, so he so he had a blowout the day before uh, a cancellation. So he took his boat out himself. He caught a hundred and fifteen pound tuna. No. Yeah, he got nine fifty no a pound for it. He brought it back wow. in. And yep. then he goes he goes, Man, he goes, I'm and his mom's Samoan and he doesn't look he doesn't look na native to the uh -uh. I mean, he's he's a tall ginger uh looking guy. Look to have yeah. pretty Caucasian. Yeah. And uh Anyway, he said, dude, he said the uh, volcano gods, he mentioned the name of it. Are Pele, are, Pele. Is that what it is? They're smiling on me right now because yesterday I got that. Today I'm, I'm doing this because this is amazing. Wow. And he's super chill, right? I mean, That's so cool. Because we've got a couple other really good outfitters over there. And mm -hmm. then we got because right. we were gonna go with Les Les and Jesse, right? Yeah. Cause they they came to a shooting school. Yeah. And they got they got their, their guns are all set up. And they got Jesse's the gonna be hearing this calling <laughs> yeah. me saying, you son of a bitch you didn't get a hold of me when you were on the <laughs> island. I could have taken you. Which island is he on? He's on the big island. Oh okay. Yeah. So Anyway, but you know, with the kids, it was just such a tight yeah. schedule. No, no, yeah, and, and, and you got your sense. daughter. It was easy. It was easy to do this. But, this was easy. But we do want to go back and hunt with less. Oh, and Jesse. dude, we want to go do it all because then, then he's talking about the boars, and then, and then, then, um, our uh, my guys tell me about the wild bull hunts. They're wild bulls, um, uh, cows. Oh, and he said they're meaner than hell. It's like Cape Buffalo, like like and, a, some sort of a beef. The, it is a beef cow, but they got the big drop ears and oh, they're yeah. and they're just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they've been riled right. for two hundred years on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. see, when the hurricanes that. come, they get everything. Everything just goes mixed right. Up, yep. And they're just wild shit everywhere. Yeah, I've heard of those actually. I just I never never saw anything, but I heard about them when we were at that uh, place at the Parker Ranch. They told us about those. Right. So yeah. we we go up and and uh, so then we get the goat and he's like, dude, and this goat is uh, 11, maybe 12 years old. He's counting rings, just scratching his head and he's going and the goat was just giant. And he's got this big mane all the way down his back. He's old. Neither one of these animals had any teeth. So then to go back to the sheep, when he got up to the sheep, he's like this. This sheep just totally blew me away. He's like, this thing's nine years old, could be a 10 year old ram. And we're counting, and we got 10 rings on him. And he's like, dude, this this is a 10-year-old ram. And he's got no teeth, big old Roman nose. He's got scars all over his eyes. We wow. were That was my morning hunt in uh, um, the Pacific. Well, that is wow. cool because you're – you know what? Good for you, but 
super good for me because we just got back from a sheep hunt <laughs> and I had deferred to you because you didn't get a sheep. Oh, <laughs> yes. And so I put him first on the trigger in two weeks in Tajikistan. But now, now we but have to flip now, a quarter for now, him. No, no, no. Now I'm behind again because you got a sheep and a goat. You got <laughs> your Spanish goat. So I, it looks like I'm back up on the in the driver's <laughs> seat. That's how that works. That's how that works. That's right. Uh, okay. That's Thanks, Ryan. Good so, job. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> there you Freedom. go. So anyway, uh. so I call Lindley. I call Lindley, and Lindley's like, "You have the biggest silver horseshoe up your hind parts, Brian." She goes, "You are the luckiest guy." Um, this guy's like, "We've hunted this ranch for 30 years and never <laughs> seen a mouflon in this area," and I'm like, "Well, today oh, the wow. mouflon." Because I was just, he was like, I was just going to find out if you wanted to go up and we could get lucky after we killed this, if we got this, uh, um, if we got this goat right away, he goes, we could go way up and he goes, maybe, maybe we could find a mouflon. He goes, who would have thought we'd find him right there? And uh, um, well, the Spanish goat ibex and my I, I, i'm gonna call it because that's like just part of my ibex slam <laughs> they, it, it, honestly it's super cool yeah and then so so then we got this all skinned out we hiked all the way back to the truck which i shouldn't say all the way back it's probably three quarters of a mile mile um we hiked back we put the meat under shade we got all the hides out we get them all set up we get them um and he goes he goes you, would you be interested in hiking back out that mile mile and a half to that glassing knob just see what's down below it and I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, let's go. My, you know, my ankle's like, it is what it is. I'm like, let's go. So we hike all the way back out there. I'm just sweating. We get, uh, we get up to the top. Dude, I'm looking down on this group of uh, goats and this group of goats. And there's one standing up on an outcrop. And he's just looking around, great big Billy with a long freaking beard. And he's got sweeping horns like the one i shot twisted out and i'm like dude that's that's another big one he goes that is a big one he goes and we found two or three other shooters and i'm calling my kids right i'm texting my kids going dude cancel golf and noah's like i have a non-refundable well actually <laughs> i thought i heard him say I had a non-refundable deposit and uh um it, and so i was like well you ain't walking away from that because golf's like a thousand bucks for the day yeah. um and it's super expensive there and i was like Dude, so because I wanted to go back into town, get him, hike clear back out there again, and then just go down because I had it. I, he goes, I can, I can't range quite to him, but um, I got the knob uh, in front of him, which was probably six, seven hundred yards in front of him, was at twelve hundred. So I said, so he's about a mile, mile and a half away. We could slip down there. We could get that giant. And uh, so anyway, there was another one out there I really would love to have gotten. So wow. yeah, I'm going back. There's wow. not a question. Yeah, and you were out there pretty just all morning. Yeah, all morning. I was there. Well, I, you were there all day, pretty much. I got there. Yeah, yeah. we because we hiked back out there, and I think I got in about two or three in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So I, I made a day of it because I wanted to stay out there on the ranch. Yeah. And uh, um, what we were hoping to do is find some of the hogs with big bladed tusks, um, because I would have shot a hog too. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah. but but the heat they barrel in and get really down. We needed to be up early, early in the morning out there. So, but and then and then we had plans every day. So this was like the only day I could really do it. Yeah, it was either Friday or Saturday. Um, yeah. and so yeah. And people are surprised to hear that this kind of opportunity exists in a place like Hawaii. Well, you know, it's funny because I was I was FaceTiming all my buddies because they got great. You know, it's an island, so they got great service. So actually, they had.
your service at the uh, the the resort, the resort I was at than they did on the side of the mountain. So you know, I'm I'm on with Chris Clark. I'm on with Brian Wolf. Um, I'm 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 FaceTiming. I'm FaceTiming all my buddies. Right? I got FaceTime Brad twice. I'm like, answer your phone, you dumbass. I'm trying to. He's like, I'm on my truck. I said, shut your truck off. FaceTime. You got to see this thing. Then he's like, holy shit, man. So uh, you know, I, I I'm calling everybody. You know, um, I'm on with Chris Clark because uh, he's like. Hey, one of you guys sent me a – that was uh, – anyway, we can talk about that. That one I was worried about oh. in there. Yeah, that was uh, – oh. anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, anyway, Clark's busting my ass. Right. Um, so and he called and busted mine, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. So, anyway, it was uh, it was what it was. So, but we, we – uh, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. So, it was a little bit of an unexpected adventure that you had. Yeah, you know what? Before I left – Aaron told me, um, Brian, take your rifle, and I can tell you where to go on public land, and you buy a $40 tag, and you go up there and sit, and you'll shoot something. You, you, you'll, you'll find something. And so I was like, yeah, if I would have been loading my rifle in the plane before we left, my wife would have looked a little cross-eyed at me. You know what I'm saying? And, and she never complains about me hunting, but she probably would have went, what? So then I said something to her, and she goes, yeah, so I said something to the boys before I left, and they didn't really bite, right? They didn't really bite on it. And then, and then Lily was for golfing, said, Dad. What are you talking right, about? Right, and yeah, snorkeling really, yeah. and resorting. Yeah, no, no, and, no, Dad. We're not hunting here. <laughs> and, and bumping around the island in a Jeep, you know what I'm yeah. saying, and going checking out the waterfalls and all the stuff. And so, yeah, that's exactly right, Brad. I mean, it wasn't that. But then Lindley goes, uh, Lindley said, I would go shoot one of those. I'd go hunting with you. And I was like, no way. So Lindley's like, next time, I'm going. I want to shoot one. So I was like, yes. Wow. So um, What's not to like about that? Exactly everything. So I guess I'm going to have to go back soon. Maybe, maybe this uh, winter we'll be sitting here in a blizzard going, let's book a ticket to Hawaii <laughs> and oh, uh, boy, head back. Just where we were last December when they had the big blizzard and spearfish and we were out there. And you were there. Getting pictures of our house, like how are we going to get in the house? Because it was buried in snow. Right. So, and, you, and you were in Hawaii. Yeah. I mean, we were uh, not far from where you were. But I was amazed by the amount of game we saw. I just, I was blown yeah. away. But I did not, I did not expect that. There's hunting everywhere on the island. Then they can run dogs for these big hogs. And oh, we saw a lot of those. We saw boars. You did. A lot of them. Yeah, right? I saw none of those. So I, you know, so I guess my, my thing is, is if you ever wanted to go to Hawaii <clears throat> and do a family trip and you said, hey. It do, is there other is there hunting options over there? You know what? I'm proud to say Rolling Bones has vetted an unbelievable um, outfitter, and we could get you set up on a day or two day trip, and you they'll pick you right up out of wherever you're staying. If you're doing a bed and breakfast or uh, um, or uh, a resort, it was no problem. Um, you know, and we got picked. I got picked up right at the front of the resort, and uh, um, and then uh, last night I was checking all the stuff and i had a big tupperware uh container with ads in it oh yeah and people in the back i had to you know were signing that i was taking game off of the island and, right and oh yeah because you didn't have any there's no sighties or anything <laughs> no. so, it, so they brought their it all own, back so hawaii has their own thing right and so right, right. anyway and the people behind me said so we got through tsa and this gal comes up and she goes we have to ask 
And I said, I'm sorry, I was holding up uh I was holding up the priority line pretty bad. And she goes, No, we were we weren't in a hurry. She goes, But I have to ask, what was in that big container? <laughs> because everybody was wrapping it up and then the gal had to look at it twice and you had to sign all the documents. And I said it was uh um a sheep and a goat. Um the sh- the hide, the head and the horns. She goes, No really, what was it? <laughs> Oh, that's oh, funny. And I go, no, that's really what it was. And she goes, what? I go, yeah, there's hunting on the island. And I said, uh, I happen to be a partner in a hunting company, and we have a software that uh, has booking agents all over the world. So we're always vetting opportunities for people when they're traveling because our members always want to know what's available out there. And she's like, so you, you went and found a hunting thing here is what she said i said where are you from she goes philadelphia i said yeah we found a hunting thing here and i went up and did the hunting thing and i killed some things and i'm taking them home and her husband's like that's super cool i wish now i wish i would have came up and looked in the box and asked and they were just enamored that we were taking hunting oh, things wow. home. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> that's, that is, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know I might, I might add this too by the way is that in that inner around Kona are some of the best fishing charters on the islands. Yeah. Right out there. Yeah. Yeah, because we visited a few of those while we were out there last December. Our captain Amazing. Our captain uh, caught a 100-and-some-pound uh, uh, bluefin oh, well, yeah. um, the day yeah. before he was guiding me. Yep. And then um, I went up to get our heads out of his freezer um, the last day, and uh, I was yesterday, and he, he came out, and he had did an all-night charter, and they had a 400-pound marlin on and uh, lost him. And I oh said, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah. I said, "Was it yeah. the guy? Was it was the guy on the pole?" He goes, "No, man, we don't. We, we it just got off. That's the way it works." He goes, "It's never anybody's fault." Yeah. He goes, right. "It just got off because yeah. it could have been the boat. It could have been the pole." He goes, "Yeah, we had him on for about an hour." Oh man! And yeah, uh, um, yeah. and he goes, "He was a 400 plus pounder," Jeez. and I'm like, "Dude." Uh, well, oh, so I'm like, dude, I'm booking that wow. next time. Oh, yeah. Well, and the Mai Mai, too, is, is good. Yeah. So we, we got into some of those. I ate fresh fish every day. Mm-hmm. So uh, my wife was like, you're not having the ribeye? You're not having the New York Strip? I said, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> but the last night I did, the last night I was there, I, I, I had already had fish twice that day. So I did. Uh, um, How was the steak I the there? Meat, I had the meat sweats like her. It's delicious. It was good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm so glad you went to the hog and fish. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's just like a little hole-in-the-wall type of place right Yeah, there and the they limit rate. the amount of people. We were the first ones there. Yep. Um, went in and, yep. Uh, um, the, yep. Pick a little litter. Yep. It, uh, wow. We ordered, and it, did was, you, uh, it was unbelievable. Did, did you get any salt? I did. I, did got, you? I, I awesome. got you your salt. Ah. I picked it up for that's you, the one you're out of. Bed, and I got I added to my collection. And then I got some salt from my mom, or, or Lindley got it from my mom, and then for yeah. her. Her, uh, um, oh, so, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I did. Because I, I really, I'm like, dude, yeah. I love that stuff. It's crazy it good. It is good stuff. So anyway. Um, well, that's pretty cool. It was cool. Yeah. We got to go, Brad. Yeah, it'd be fun. The snorkeling is amazing, too. Um, and, uh, I, and you know what else I'd like to do? I'd like to do the spear fishing. Oh, yeah. I'd like to go do that. Um, and, uh, is that scuba or, or no, it's a snorkel. They do oh, a yeah. buoy and they go out and you know, the, um, there was people right out of our resort doing it every day. Wow. And I was like, yeah, yeah. man, I'd love to go out there and do that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah. It, it was just amazing. You know, I don't think there was a fish we didn't see. We saw, 
We saw <clears throat> sharks. We saw, you know, stingrays. We saw oh, yeah. uh, manatees. This was probably a little yeah. off season, wasn't it? I don't know if they had. You're on the equator, so yeah, it's, it's like it's just always the same, it's, isn't it? You know, I don't know. Every day it's was a high of seventy five, low of seventy. No, low of seventy five, <laughs> high of ninety. Low really? of seventy five, high of ninety. So low of seventy five, so high of ninety. High, a little hot. It's there. hot, man. Um, but you're always in the water. You're always yeah, you know something. you if you get in the higher elevations. I mean, you could take a jeep to the top of Mauna Kea, Mauna Kea and be snow up there. Yeah. Well, and they said. We didn't never. We never took one to the top, but we went to uh, uh, Waimea two or three times. And in the evenings, you know, it's nice and cool there. Yeah, it gets down to fifty every night. It's really nice. And it's, there's a rainforest up there. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of, uh, um, yeah. It it was it was absolutely, absolutely an amazing trip, and I got to go hunting. Wow, that's cool. Sounds like a blast. Yeah, and you know, it it was something that if you wanted to go do a trip you know that's why like lindley said man i'll go hunting next time and uh i would take you know dude you kidding me you bring her little black and uh blue uh, yeah i'd bring the tiffany time. blue rifle and we'll just go smoke a <laughs> you know what i'm gonna do next time i go i'm gonna shoot the biggest goat i can find it like I, I longer say than that, 292 yeah, exactly because <laughs> you can you can uh you could reach out there on that big flat because it, right. it just goes down you know and you're actually on the side of the mountain the mountain's giant you know you can see all the way up to the top oh, yeah it's like i know dude you feel like a little wood tick <laughs> 13 like a flea. feet up yeah it's like holy <laughs> shit, man so no it was it was a lot of fun it, it was a blast and um it, it's a great hunting destination yeah can't believe it Right, because you could always go from there and then jump over to our outfitter on Maui, right, and go kill a fallow deer, or you go yeah. to Lanai, or go to Lanai, yeah, yeah, and 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 uh, there's big mouflon yeah, on. We Lanai have quite too. a few, quite a few options. Yeah, actually, so there. I would go over there and hunt Lanai. I'd go hunt with Jesse and his partner. Right, um, that'd be fun. You know, there there was so much more to do mm-hmm. um, from a hunting and adventure perspective than I was anticipating. Right. So yeah, it was it was an absolute amazing. Now you've been out hunting here. I've been hunting a lot. You've been chasing uh, wapiti or wapiti. Yeah. <laughs> yep, wapiti. Depending on wapiti. how you want to pronounce. Yeah, it. no, we've yeah. it's it's been you know it started it's been hot. It has. Are they screaming? No, they're not screaming. Like they're not going like they usually do here yet. But you know what? Last year they didn't get going. Listen yeah. to me, I'm not an expert, but the last two weeks was. It was more fun than the first two weeks. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, it was I, like. I anticipated last weekend to just be crazy. I've, yeah, because we hunted. I've hunted every day except maybe this one weekend? day. I would think so. I would think oh, it sorry. would be good. I'm, I'm We've, pulling uh, a Brad Dana and fidgeting. Uh, right. with, I'm fidgeting with the, uh, uh, <laughs> my Warren bipod <laughs> that I don't use. And that's my pet peeve, too. I'm always. Uh, Brad, I, quit that, damn it. I thought uh, that was a rain stick. Yeah, we've call, you know what? I've called. <laughs> I've called four bulls in for him, though. He's had he's had opportunities. He has. Yeah. How close? Oh, one was 12 feet. 12 feet? Yeah. Was it a, was it a raghorn? That was a good five by six. Really? I said, I said, I said he's, here he comes. He's a good five by six if you want him. And, uh, you know, he's just, you, you know, it was just it caught he's a surprise. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think, you know, people here talk, you know, they think, you know, I mean, everybody wants to shoot a three fifty bull, especially with mm-hmm. archery. It's yeah. it's you know, yeah. I mean, everything. And I told him I have a ten to one rule, right? Yeah, you told me that same thing. Uh, yeah, you got to have ten encounters in archery season to get your to get one. your bull killed. 
And he's had his though. He's well, had. He's had. We've had. You know. We've. You know. A lot of the stuff. Do, does those raghorns count for me? Because we had a lot of those. Yeah. You know what? It's still. It's still. It's so one I of your say, opportunities. I would say mine was one in six. One in six. Because yeah. because we did because because there was a few because Dave said don't you shoot that effing bull. Yeah, there was um, a few that we wouldn't let you. Yeah, and then and then you're like you need to quit pulling back on them because one of these times you're gonna it's gonna be harder to let you're gonna get caught in the moment and shoot one of them. Well, it's like like remember that big bull that we called in and I yeah. go, draw draw it was just and, yeah well he that bull had me flabbergasted because he was giant. Yeah, when I say giant, it's three twenty, three thirty bull. Uh, he was bigger than that. Oh, he was. I think he was a three forty bull. Okay, so he, but he, he was, was a good bull, big heavy yeah. horn bull. And so my anticipation was he was still he was gonna he. I didn't think he was gonna break right at that tree. Yeah. I thought he was gonna keep coming. coming. And when he got behind the tree, yeah. I thought I'd pull then instead of going past yeah. the tree to pull. And and I read it wrong. You read it right. That's why you should listen to your guide. Because if I'd have pulled, I'd had a thirty. You'd have had a big yard. one. I'd have killed a thirty-five. Yeah, year, yeah thirty. He'd have been yards. a stud. No, and that's kind. And of, you he know, was rounding his cows up. Is what he was. Yeah. Doing. Well, we've had a lot of that. You know, the a lot of the herd bulls that we're getting into there. And, you know, you know, you know how I do the well, kind of wimpy call yeah, and, and try to sound tiny and non-intimidating. They're still, they're still rounding up because I saw one. He came around and swooped his cows up. It was getting dark, and uh, he just came around. And I saw his butt. Is he? He was below us and. He he moved him out, you know. Well, a lot of that. I heard in one of those flats you've had a lot some competition because um, somebody ran through there. They wounded a bull and spent two days out there trying to find it. So that doesn't help some yeah. of the best. You, you know, those are remote areas. Yeah. So anyway, it, it has it, been fun though. We've had yeah. a lot. Of, yeah, I've dude, covered. you're into bulls. Yeah, so yeah. Well, the good We're news is almost is every day hunting season's well under yeah. it's well underway, and we hope all of you are having tremendous success. Um, application season is coming. Just a couple quick reminders: if if you're a member of ours and you haven't got in your app pack yet. Okay, get it in, um, man. Get, get it in, just so <laughs> just so we can get your dashboard up, because we want your heat map. Um, we want it as accurate as possible, and we want your strategy. Even if you're not going, well, I'm not drawing. I'm just doing points. It still helps us understand where you're at and what to do. The earlier, the better. Uh, we loved working for you. So if you go, man, I don't even have time. I don't know where to start. Any any of you that are members that have any questions, 605-644-8000, Brady. Sophie, uh, um, uh, uh, Colton, and or Eric, we're here. They're here all day, every day to answer questions and get a hold of you. We'd appreciate it. If you're not a member, you'd like to look at starting an application process or have more information and have a resource to be able to call contact or get you feedback on service access value education on all your hunting, fishing adventures um, so you could be a part of what we're doing and uh, get some of that service access value and education just go to rollingbones.com that's rollingbones.com and look at our memberships we have one that will fit all of you and we would love to have you involved in what we're doing and be able to provide you great value in this outdoor adventure space so um we really do is there anything else i I feel like i'm jumping into uh, uh wrapping this up but i think uh you know, we we just appreciate all of you. We want you to be safe, stay healthy, and uh, have a great time out there hunting. Um, hunting season is upon us, isn't it? It, it really this is. is. It's go time now. And so. we leave for Tajikistan in like nine days. Ten days or something. Ah! <laughs> and uh, I, I'm like, I got so damn much work, I can't even uh, think oh. about leaving. But at the same time, it's like I'm getting out of here. And when we get on that plane, I'm drinking all the way over, just so you know. So. 
Oh. My Bailey's wa- will be your middle name? My, is my, that what you're <laughs> – my, my, uh, Buffalo Trace. Above, my, that's my, right. My that's wife right. is like uh, – my wife is like, you need to just get – Lindley's like, you need to get this done and get your mind around going because I've talked about canceling 13,000 times because it's just so busy right now, right? And she's like, Brian, you are going to go hunting with those guys and have a great time. So I am looking forward to it. Jonathan, you and I yeah. are going to go It'll over. It'll be a blast. And we have clients there right now. Hopefully they're having great success. Yeah, um, We've had an incredible year so far. Um, we appreciate everybody that's out in hunting camps. And so on that note, as always, we appreciate you listening. Share this with somebody else. Let them know uh, that we're out here. Um, we would appreciate that if you enjoy this. Uh, please tell others about it. But in t- Oh, but I, I also want to let you guys know, okay, before we wrap up, this fall, after we get back from Tajikistan, we are committed to a ton of uh, – we had a big lineup of guests. Shea McGowan just killed a giant bull in a mm-hmm. new area with a new outfitter that we vetted, and uh, um, we're going to have that story on here. Yeah. We got all kinds of guests from product manufacturers. Uh, Butch Whiting's going to be on. We, we just got so many people. Yeah. That, I wore a bunch of his stuff this weekend. Uh, that was good. good yeah. Stuff. Good gear. Yeah, so we're just going to have – Uh, a huge lineup of those people so make sure you're sharing this with everybody get them involved you're going to love this fall's uh, uh, and you've got a big hunt coming up with greg lessinger yes our our winner yes and And we've announced the winner we're going to have him on before we go into the hunt and uh um, and then we'll have him on after because he is a he is a great client of ours hunts all over the world it'd be fun to have don on super super good so yeah unbelievable human being so northern california yeah no yeah northern that's from i'm from northern california i always love uh, (laughs) how they say you're from california no i'm from northern california dave but dave is always like we should have dave on too for one So anyway, um, listen, until next time, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.